Shalom Aleichem, Shavua Tov to all of you listeners of this great station, uh, station of Divrei Torah, Divrei Musa, Divrei Aracha, and religious music. This is Rabbi Albaz from SLC. I'm going to be talking about the parasha we read yesterday, Parashat Vayera. As we go through the parasha, you will see that there are certain great midot. And a midot meaning virtues or exemplary modes of behavior, which we can learn from our forefather, Abraham Avinu. Perhaps it's not very clear. Many, many people, they read the parasha, they look at the explanation of the words, but some things are not so salient. So I would like to bring it out. First of all, it says in Micha, Titen emet liyakov hesed Abraham. In other words, we are attributing the midah of hesed mostly to Abraham Avinu. Well, everybody knows Abraham was Amuda Hesed. However, perhaps we don't understand it precisely the kind of Hesed that Abraham Avinu was fulfilling. It is not like the Hesed that everyone is doing. This is super Hesed. And let me explain to you why. First of all, as it says, Kadosh Baruch Hu, the beginning of the parasha, Kadosh Baruch Hu made the sun extremely hot that day. Very, very hot. Why? Because it was the third day of the Milah, and it was very uncomfortable, perhaps pain. And Hashem did not want him to bother with guests altogether. Now, that did not deter Abraham. He still wanted to have guests, <laughs> despite the fact that he was not well, and it was extremely hot. He still went out to look out for guests. Now he has the guests. What does he do? Normally what a person does, first of all, this midah of going after after the, the, the guests is it, it, not something that uh, people do. This is not, I mean, there, there's no obligation for us to go every day and look around for guests. If there's a guest, uh, okay, so then we take him in. Abraham Avinu goes out when he's not well. That's number one. And secondly, let's look at what he offered to his guests. He says, he tells Sarai Menu, he says, uh, he says, He wants her to take three seim of flour. Three seim. You know what three se'im is? Let me tell you. One se'ah is the equivalent of 144 eggs. Now, each egg is two ounces, approximately. That makes 288 ounces. Now, that's one se'ah. Three of those is 864 ounces. We divide that by 16, is 16 ounces per pound. We're talking about 54 pounds of flour that he was that that he was preparing for three people. 
three people. One pound is enough for three people. This is super hazard. This is Ayn Tova. This is the, 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 the kind of hazard that very, very few people know about. Going beyond the normal call of duty. Then, Abraham. Abraham himself, he ran. And he, he gets what? Vayikach ben Bakar Rakvato. The Hakamim said that he took three calves. Three calves. For three people? Do you know what a calf weighs? weighs? Now, we don't know, of course, the age of the calf that he, he took. But if you assume that that calf was one month old, one month old, he would weigh between 50 and 60 pounds. That's a calf. One calf. Three of them. This is, this is unbelievable. The kind of hesed that Abraham was doing. This is why we say, because the hesed that Abraham was doing was beyond really the call of duty. Now, it says in a Midrash that when Iyov, you know, we had the Shiba'ala, uh, it says when he's starting, you know, getting hit with his surim, he said to Akadosh Baruch, Master of the world. Didn't I give food to the people that are hungry? And I gave a lot of drink to the thirsty. And so on and so forth. He was giving clothing and everything to the people. Anyone that came in, they took, he took him. He says, listen. You still didn't get even half the measure of hesed that Abraham Avinu did. <coughs> That's what the Midrash says. And he, the Midrash explains. You see, you just sit in, in, in your place and, and wait for somebody to come. Abraham Avinu didn't wait. He wanted after them. When someone came, he wanted water, he gave him water. He wants barley bread, he gave him barley bread. Abraham was different. He wanted barley bread, he's going to give him wheat bread. He wants water, he'll give him wine. He wants a little piece of chicken, he'll give him a nice juicy steak. That's different. Water, he'll give him soda. And something much more khashu. This is the difference, he says, Hashem tells to Eov, that's what Abraham had been to do. So he had, first of all, number one, it was despite the sickness and the extreme heat, he went after the guests. Two, he really went beyond the call of duty, giving them the food. Three, we see Abraham Avinu as the defender of the people. And Shesedom were very bad. Ra'im ve'hatayim me'od. They were very bad. Big sinners. That did not deter Abraham Avinu from having an argument with the Kadosh Baruch He tells to Hashem, 
Maybe there's 50 tzaddikim there. Maybe there's 50 righteous people. Ashofet kol ha'aretz. Lo ya'asem ishpat. HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If there's 50 tzaddikim over there, then you should not destroy the, uh, the, the city. And Hashem said, you're right. I won't, but there are no 50 tzaddikim. If I would find 50, I won't do anything. But he continues arguing. Maybe 40. There's no 40 either. 30. 20, down to 10. Less than 10, then, it, then that there's no reason to uh, uh, to save the uh, uh, the city. At, at least 10 cities. Look how he was the advocate, he was the lawyer of the people. That's another uh, midah, another virtue. He doesn't sit still. Noah knew that HaKadosh Baruch was going to bring the Mabul and destroy the entire humankind. He knew. Did he argue with Hashem about somehow doing something or another? Never. He never did. Who did? Moshe Rabbeinu Alav Shalom. Moshe Rabbeinu Alav Shalom, he did argue with Hashem. After the Egel, after many of the Hataim, the sins that they did, <laughs> when Hashem Wanted to punish them. Moshe Rabbeinu will not agree to it. He says, punish me. Mehenina misifricha. Asher kapata. Blot me out. Erase me. But leave them alone. But this is a, another virtue of Abraham Avinu. The defender of the people. Another great midah. And this is extremely important. Especially in Judaism. He was the keeper of the Masoret. When Hashem wanted to destroy Sodom, first he wanted to tell, he says, I'm chaseh anime Abraham. Am I going to you know, hide this from Abraham? And then he says, Ki No. Eman saved banav. Abraham Avinu is the type of person that's going to command to his children and his household. Was he going to t command them? But what? In order to keep the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes. Abraham Avinu had this idea of Masoret. To transmit the Torah faithfully or the Mitzvot faithfully. About the Nakdoshim knew about the mitzvah. He knew about it. Uh, Abraham Avinu knew about the mitzvah of Mila. But he could have done it. But he didn't. And the reason why is because Gadol, Sechar, In other words, the reward for doing a mitzvah that Hashem told you to do is greater than just the mitzvah that you do on your own. If he had done the milah, but he was not commanded to, okay, it's not the same. But after he was commanded to do it, and he did it, that is the biggest khan. But there are other reasons, but this is one of them. Masoret is what keeps us going. We have to always educate our children, boys and girls, in our Torah, our Divrei Hachamim, in our Mizvot, and he 
Abraham Avinu stood, stood very, very strong when it came to the Masoret. Number five, he also showed another type of, uh, uh, of, of character which really was not native to him. That isn't the Akedah. What's the idea of the Akedah? The Gaon Mivina says like this. The, 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 the uh, test of the Akedah was very different from the other tests. Because when it comes to certain tests where Abraham Avinu, for example, we know he was a type of Hesed. He, did, he does Hesed all the time, like we said before. He was a person who had a kind, genial personality, loved people, wanted to help people. But you know, when it comes to the opposite of that, cruelty, ruthlessness, achzariyut, that's not Avraham Avinu. Yet, that is what he had to display when it comes to taking his own son that he loved. His own son, he has to take and slaughter it. The Gaum Avina says that the test here was that Abraham Avina was doing something that was against his nature. His nature of kindness now is turning just the opposite by taking his own son and slaughtering him. Besides, he had another thing, another problem. He was going around telling everybody about the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, only one God in the world. People in those days, they were taking the, the children, the child, and, and, and sacrifice it to their gods. And he was telling them against, he was against that. He can't do that. That's, that's a, it's abominable. It's a horror to take your child and, and sacrifice it to God. And now, he's doing just the opposite. He's actually himself agreeing to take his own child and sacrifice it to God. You see, this is the test. It's a very, very big test. Of course, he stood to the test. He stood up to the test. So, this Midah of Hesed that we talked about just before was not only in Abraham Avinu, this was in his whole family. Even Lot, even Lot, when the Torah says, that he, he veered off of the ways of Akadosh Baruch Hu. But when it came to the Midah of Hesed, Lot had it. It runs in the family. Now let's take a look at let's take a look at this. Torah says, Vayabu Malachim Two Malachim came. Who are these two? Malach Rafael, Malach Gabriel. Malach Gabriel is supposed to destroy the town. Malach Rafael is supposed to rescue Lot and his family. This is that was the the tasks that they had in their hands. Now, originally, there were three Malachim. It was also Michael that gave the good news to Sarah, but he, his shlichut, uh, his agency, like he, his task was finished, so that's it. He went away. <laughs> now, Lot was part of Sodom. Sodom and Amorah, they were very wicked people. 
רעים וחטאים מאוד. רעים בגופם, חטאים בממונם. So the Gemara says, they were wicked in their body, meaning that they were immoral. Immorality was rampant all over the place. Rishayim bimamunam. Their wealth is only for themselves. No one can share it. No poor man can come and take anything from them. Whatever they had is for themselves. That's it. So Lot was part of this. So why was Lot saved? Why was he saved? What for? Well, because he was the nephew of Abraham Avinu. You know, there's a word in English called nepotism. What that means is favoritism for relatives. Now, I can understand some human being, a governor, you know, or a senator or something, once he becomes, uh, you know, a governor and he's got power, uh, he's got uh, thousands of people working under him, okay, he might take his cousin, give him a job, and his brother-in-law give him a job, this, you know, okay, fine. But the Torah does not show favoritism. The Torah punishes or rewards according to the deeds of the person, the actions of the person. And I'm going to show you there are actually two reasons why Lot deserved to be saved. Despite the fact that he was not really didn't go into the ways of Hashem. Now, the, there was a law in Sidon. A rule that no one could possibly violate, and that is any poor man that comes in, you don't give him anything. Nothing. He who gives him anything will be punished severely. So, what happens? A poor man comes in, no one gives him a morsel of bread. First day, okay, he starves, still alive. After three, four days, he starves to death. And that's, that's what they wanted. So no one comes. If they come, that's the problem. And the Midrash says, when the Torah tells us, that there was the cry, her cry. Her cry came to me. What does that mean? Her cry. And the Midrash says, this was the daughter of Lot. The of Lot, Lot's family knew about Hesed. There was a poor man that came in, says the Midrash. And the daughter of Lot did not want to give him, of course, publicly, so she asked him to go somewhere in secret. She gave him, gave him food. First day, second day, third day, and so on and so forth. After 10 days, the man was still well and alive. So the anxious dome, the people was dumb. That, that can't be. Must be that somebody is giving him food. Otherwise, he wouldn't be living for 10 days and he's well. They made an investigation and they found out it was the door of Lot. Well, she wasn't spared. The Midrash says that they took honey and poured it over her. And they took her to a place where all kinds of bees and mosquitoes, what have you, they were biting her. And that's how she died. Imagine the door of Lot. 
Now, Lot was appointed as the judge of the temple. That's what she says. Minu oto shofet. He was the judge. What is the job of a judge? The job of a judge is to uphold the law of the of, of the city, the law of the town. That's his job. But he violated that law. When the two people came in, he went immediately after them to ask them in. And he made a whole big, uh, a whole big uh, feast for them. First, they didn't even want to come in. Ah, it's okay, we don't want to come in. The Torah says, Vaif Sarbam Me'od. He insisted. He wanted them to come in. Even though he knew he was doing something wrong against the law. But he had the Midah of Hesed. He told them, Suruna. He didn't say, Bo'u. Like, come in. No. Suruna, like, go around about way to come in into my place. He didn't want anybody to know. But still, he took him in. And he wanted to give him food and everything else. No problem. So, you see, what was the main reason why Sodom and Amora were destroyed? What's the main reason? Hakamin said, oh, they, had, they, they were immoral. Yes, there was a gazelle. There was all kinds of things that they had. No problem. That's fine. But it could be that for those reasons, Hashem can bring his serene on them until perhaps they make teshuvah. But to actually uh, to destroy the entire town, he says, Yehezkel tells us, you know why? What sealed their faith? Yad ani ve'evyon lo the city of Sodom did not uphold the poor and the pauper, the destitute, the left them out completely. So really what sealed their fate is what? In the fact that they didn't care about the poor at all. But Lot was just the opposite. He was the opposite and he did care for them. He did care for the guests. And he didn't deserve really to be one of them and to be destroyed like all, all the others. That's one of the reasons that he was saved. See, here we see something very interesting. How bad Anshir Sedom were. They enacted certain laws that were just completely foolish. That the poor man doesn't come. If a poor man came, then one of the residents takes a stone and hits him on the head. You know, a wound, the blood comes out. He says, you have to pay me. I took blood out of you, you have to pay me. Why? You know, in the olden days, you know, they call hazakadam, meaning to remove a little bit of the blood from the person to remove their pressure so they felt a little better. You see, I'm like a doctor. I got blood out of you. Pay me. And he, he goes to the judge. The judge says, yeah, you have to pay me. That's the law. It's the poor. They went to hit the poor all the time. And the Midrash says one time, Eliezer came. Eliezer, Abed Abraham. And a guy hit him on the stone. 
and the blood came out. And he asked him for money. He says, no, let's go to the judge. And the judge says, yes, you have to pay him. So Eliezer takes a stone and he hits the judge in the head so until the blood comes out. He says, okay, now you owe me money. Whatever you owe me money, give it to him. How far they went in order not to accept the food. Another thing they did, they took all the public fruit-bearing trees, cut them down so that the poor man, when he comes in, he has nothing to eat. He can't find even a fruit. can't find anything. And there's another uh, uh, interesting uh, uh, way of looking at this. You know, a tree is the kind, uh, it, it gives fruit at all times, and it only gives. A tree never takes anything. You don't even say thank you to the tree. It just gives all the time. But they were against giving. So what do you do? You cut the trees off. We're against that. This reminds us of giving. We don't give. This is the idea. But he was, Lot was different. It was the opposite. Therefore, he had some merit at least that he should be uh, saved from there. But there's another thing. Now, uh, it says also, Vayiskor Elohim et Abraham. When the Malachim were about to destroy the, land, the, the Sodom, Hashem remembered Abraham. What does that mean he remembered Abraham and then he saved Lot? What does that mean he remembered Abraham saved Lot? What does that mean? Rashi explains that to him. He says, you know what I mean? It means like this. And he remembered the, uh, uh, the, the incident that happened with Abraham and Lot. And he saved Lot. What was the incident? The incident was when Abraham Avinu was coming with Sarai Mim. And he told everyone, you know, when he came to Egypt, to everybody, you know, please tell everybody, you're my sister. Because otherwise, if they see you married to me, then they're going to kill him and take her anyway. So he figured this way, as a minimum, he would live. They're going to take her no matter what. But at least he would live. He knew the secret. Lot was, Lot, I mean, Lot was a family. He knew uh, who Sarah was to him. He knows his wife. But he did not reveal that secret. And because of that, he was also rewarded to be rescued. Perhaps, Rabotai, you should learn another lesson besides the lesson of Hesed, the lesson of being able to keep the secret. If someone comes to you and tells you something in, in confidence, don't reveal to others. Many people they would come to you and say, oh, you know, did you hear this about this and this and this person? No. You know what? I'm going to tell you, but please don't tell anybody else. And that same person will go to somebody else. Please, I'll tell you, but don't tell anybody. Eventually, everyone knows. This is no good. If someone is confining you, keep it in confidence. 
which that is that is we see here there's a reward that's a, is, there's a reward for that according to, to what Rashi is telling us that because of that secret he deserved uh, to be saved from the uh, the half uh, the, uh, the the whole overturning of, of of the city that's a great thing that's a great reward so keep that in mind to be a defender of 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 our uh, of our nation, the Masoret that we talked about, and, and all these things are lessons that we learn in within our teaching. It is known that we should really learn all these virtues and try to emulate them. I mean, as that Hashem will bring our Mashiach to Shem. Please note that this radio station lives only on contributions, and we must keep it alive. And please, try to help as much as you can. Also, if you have any simha, contact us at SLC. We have a beautiful, uh, 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 just recently renovated social hall that will accommodate any of your simha. Okay. Abu Atov. כולכם ברוכים תהיו, אמן.